Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Home is where you should feel the safest. But the air there can be more dangerous. Up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. Hi, I'm the Asian sensation Kanji. You're listening to Queen's Court. Hi guys, this is the Queen of Queen's Massage talking. And I am so happy to introduce you to the Queen's Court. All right, everyone, welcome to this installment of Queenie Guides, episode three, all about gcw game changer wrestling for those of you who don't know you're about to get educated today with something very special something near and dear to my heart just this year i'm a newbie fan i will admit that out front okay (laughs) i'm not a gcw expert but i have been diving into this world and this promotion in 2019 but i needed someone who I knew could talk all things GCW and just share this experience so all of you listening can really be guided to the light, to the GCW light, to broaden your wrestling horizons. And that's none other than my pal, Mr. Metal, Metal underscore 2006. Sir, how are you doing? Welcome to the castle. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you for, one, letting me come on and do this with you. It's been a long time coming. We've been talking GCW on and off through DMs on Twitter and all that. So I'm finally actually able to sit and talk with you face-to-face. I know. I'm so excited. (laughs) It was supposed to happen a little bit sooner, but schedules just didn't line up. But now here we are. Thank goodness that you're here today. I'm, I'm honored you're here. So let's start at the beginning. What the hell is GCW? (laughs) And how would you explain it to somebody who has never heard of it before? Um, Let's see. It's a wild ride. Mm. You never know what to expect in a GCW show. It could be ultraviolet. And it could just be a straight up wrestling show. So, yeah, I mean, you never know what you're going to expect with GCW. So it's a little bit of the unexpected, a little bit of who knows what the hell they're going to do tonight, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. It's got wrestling, it's got your death match, your violence. Um, It's it's a spectacle. I, I would definitely say it like that. It's definitely a wild ride. It's something that... When I first started watching it, and I saw the death the death match slide for the first time. I was like, "What am I? What am I walking into? Like, I'm very, I don't know what's going on." And 
I loved it immediately. And I was wondering <laughs> specifically why that is. And I'm trying to been trying to put words to why it is that I love GCW so much. And, and I'm having trouble, which is why I'm glad we're doing this episode today to see if we could finally like help me spit it out. What it is about GCW that makes it so very special. Now it's based out of Jersey and they do performances elsewhere, of course, as we know. But I guess my question to you is, how how did you get into GCW? What was it that made you turn it on for the first time? Well, I've been watching Mick Foley, Terry Funk, all the deathmatch wrestlers since I can remember. So when I found out about this organization, this promotion that did this kind of wrestling, it automatically hooked me. But what got me into it was that it was different. That it's not just the ultra-violent death matches that we know and love from the time of Mick Foley and Terry Funk. But you get these mega stars that are coming out of this promotion and we're like, okay, well, what's he about? So then you deep dive into their history a little bit and you realize that they did the violence. They put their bodies on the line and now they're kind of coming up through the wrestling rings while they can do the violent stuff, but they can also wrestle. So it gives you the best of both worlds in that way. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, I, I hear a lot when, when I was first introduced to GCW that if you were a fan of ECW, uh, this is a place that you would like, right? It was something that you would enjoy if you were an ECW fan. Um, but I feel like it gets sometimes unfairly compared to ECW. Would would you say that they're similar or different or is it a nod? How would you explain that connection? <laughs> I want to say it's a nod. Like, mm-hmm. it has some of the ECW aspects, but the difference between GCW and ECW is ECW had storylines. Mm-hmm. GCW does not, in my personal opinion. The only storyline going on right now is Ricky Shane Page and Nick Gage. Right. But otherwise, they just throw a couple people in the ring and say, hey, have at it. And tell your story that way. Tell your story through the fighting that you're going to just... It's going to go down in this ring. Do it like that, which is such a different and refreshing feel. You were were speaking earlier about uh, how GCW was different. I think that's one of the things that I gravitated to as well. It's something that it's not overproduced. Certainly (laughs) it's not anything that you would see on television in that, in that mindset, right? The storylines, the lack thereof, the um, massive pyro and production. It's not like that at all. It just kind of feels, it feels more to me like I'm going to go see like a boxing fight, even though it's not boxing. That's how the vibe feels to me whenever I turn on GCW. Like I'm going to go watch some dudes and ladies sometimes fight. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. You hit it on the head. Like I experienced my first GCW show this year and it had that big fight atmosphere, even though it had maybe a hundred people in the auditorium that we were in. And it was one of the, go ahead. It was one of the craziest. What? It was one of the craziest things ever. Cause before the show, they were just all walking around wanting to meet you. And they were wanting to take pictures, wanting to take autographs, wanting to sell you their merch. 
where like if you go to like a bigger event like a bigger promotion like wwe where you don't see the superstars they appreciate you being there i feel like that's uh, that's that actually segues so well into to my next question because i too just went to my first gcw show this year actually at all out weekend um two cups stuffed and that's exactly it like nail on the head buddy that's it they are excited that you came to see them it, i mean how many people were in that little like it was a soccer practice field that they turned into a wrestling uh ring with you know just folding chairs and that's it you know it wasn't anything yeah. crazy right it was just like this this big warehouse type of feel um but they're like excited to see you they're walking around they'll talk to you like hang out for a little bit discuss whatever you want to talk about take your take a picture sell you their stuff and they're just genuinely excited to a be fighting <laughs> but B <laughs> to have you there to watch them that was like the coolest thing about gcw so that's a, another thing that i was having trouble like explaining how would you describe it in from your experience now that you've been to one live and of course watched all the others there's a special vibe about gcw and i'm interested as to your perspective of how you'd explain that to someone who's never either you know watched it and been to a show obviously how, how would you explain the atmosphere of a gcw show it's like going to a rock concert <laughs> i, I like mean that. yeah it's probably one of the most exciting things i've ever done and i've really? been to i've been to wrestlemania i've been to all out all in the gcw show was probably the most fun i've had just because of the wrestlers interaction interacting with me i mean i had gcw's john cena come up to me and have a 20 minute conversation with me. So cool. <laughs> so it's one of those things, like I, like we were saying, they appreciate us and we appreciate them. So yeah, it's got that rock and roll feel to their shows, the energy, the pre before even going in the atmosphere was wild. Getting into the stadium was even, you could feel the electricity. And then from start to finish of the show, it was just electric. Yeah, it's, I was trying to explain it. I was talking to somebody and I can't remember who they are right now. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I just have a brain, brain lapse. But I was talking to somebody about it and I was like, this was the most intimate wrestling experience I've ever had. Like you talk about getting up close and personal with some of your favorite performers wrestlers fighters that's the place to do it you know not only because they're hanging out and doing those things but because you're literally like the audience feels a part of the show just as much as as the the people inside the ring not in the same way but the the cheering the chance just the general excitement to be a wrestling fan in that building was like nothing I've ever experienced before. And I too have been, I never been to WrestleMania, but I was at all out. I've been to takeovers. I've been to, you know, all sorts of wrestling events, but this was the most special for me because it was just like a whole bunch of wrestling fans in the building, but we could have all been friends. Like, Oh, we all like the same stuff. We're all chilling, drinking a beer and watching someone get their ass whipped <laughs> inside that <laughs> ring and loving every second. And everyone's just like all standing together. 
it's exactly like a rock concert vibe. Like I'm here watching Metallica perform and I'm living my best life. (laughs) That's what makes DCW so special, I think. Exactly. And then plus they do things different. They don't have a, a rule book. Like look at the 4th of July show. They did it in someone's backyard. Yeah. Um, they dedicated a whole spring break to a clusterfuck of a battle royal, (laughs) which the storyline was the women weren't booked. And then obviously spoiler alert, they came and crashed the end of it. Yeah, they did (laughs) (laughs) spectacular fashion too. I, I, they call themselves the last outlaw. And I wonder if that ties into that whole no rule book thing, you know? I think it does, because, I mean, a lot of these promotions that are deathmatch wrestling is going away. Mm. The two that stand out to me is GCW and now Combat Zone Wrestling is finally coming back. Right. And then, I mean, you have the one that the one promotion that Matt Tremont runs, but you really don't hear about it unless you're in that area. Right. It's kind of low key. So is this world kind of like a fight club where we don't talk about it unless it's in our face? I hope not. First row about fight clubs. We don't talk about fight clubs. So I guess <laughs> this episode we're breaking the first row. <laughs> well, we're rule breakers anyway, aren't we? So that's okay. Yeah. We'll break. We'll make our own, uh, our own path. But I feel like you're right for a long time, you know, even on the indie scene, when I would go to indie shows, I'd say over the past I don't know, seven years until the last two years, I would say that anything of this magnitude, I just didn't see very much of. You saw a couple chair things and a couple tables, but it wasn't, I wouldn't say wildly popular. (laughs) So I feel like now in the past two years, things have been slowly building back up, especially with GCW and CZW again. I feel like we see so much more than we have in the past. And I'm wondering why that is. Like, what about what these two offer, specifically GCW, makes them so popular 2018 or 2019? You know, I remember reading in 2018, um, Last Word on Pro Wrestling did a great article about how they're just, like, breaking out again out of nowhere. And I know that has a lot to do with Joey Janela, of course. But why? Why? Why, <laughs> why is this popular again? I don't know. Yeah, that... It stumps me because unless it has something to do with Fight TV promoting mm-hmm. it and now the accessibility of these shows are on IPPV and stuff. Because honestly, I've only been watching GCW since last year, since spring break right. of last year. But I've bought every single pay-per-view since. Right. <laughs> hmm. So, so what I mean, is it about GCW Metal? What is it about them? Um, I think it has a lot to do with, like we were saying, the difference. Like, I've watched some pay-per-views where they had no deathmatch stuff on it, and I've enjoyed it. Like, coming up, the Wombat one, I'm going to probably order just because it's different. Yeah. Um, The Backyard Wrestling show was unique. We finally got to see Alex Zane break out from mm-hmm. that show. <clears throat> um, Yeah, I mean... And we keep forgetting a name. I think a lot of it has to do with finally people are realizing who Nick Gage is. 
I'm so glad you said that. So there's two things I want to branch off and talk about based on what you just said. The first thing is, I think you're right. I think the uh, promotion of From Fight TV has really helped bring it to the limelight. And there's the explosion of Joey Janela and all those spring breaks, I think, have just shown a beacon on them. And it's just taken off from there. And I, I truly do feel like 2018, 2019, and even 2017 to some uh, some extent, things have been beginning to change and, of course, now have vastly changed. The landscape is so different in wrestling than it used to be. But I really do think it's the accessibility. Fight TV, Power Slam, um, the – what was the, you said one, too. IW something, right? Yeah, the ICW. Yes, one so, there's so there's many another one there. too there's so many out there but like the fact that you can have these so accessible at your fingertips i think has allowed wrestling fans to really branch out a little bit i feel like we've gotten a little more as a fandom well at least some of us <laughs> willing to look at other avenues of wrestling would you say that that would be true yeah and i mean i was one of those WWE fanboys for the longest time and then I got sick of the product Mm -hmm. so I went out and started branching out looking I was on Twitter trying to find new promotions to watch and Mm -hmm. I just happened to come across GCW and I've loved it ever since yeah I feel like a a lot of the same story from people or this you know like oh I was watching WWE for a really long time And I kind of got sick of it and bored and then I branched out, you know, it's a very similar story. But I think what you touched on before, the discovery of Nick Gage, I think has changed a lot of things. You know, I was talking to somebody recently and they were telling me about how, you know, this man is an absolute legend, absolute legend. And people are now only realizing that fact. (laughs) (laughs) And it's it's very interesting to me because I didn't know who Nick Gage was until I started to watch GCW. I'll, that's straight up truth. I didn't. But everybody in that scene, legendary. He's legendary to them. And seeing that firsthand, by the way, as a side note, at the show, holy God, that is crazy. I've never seen that. He is so goddamn over. It is unreal. The fact that he walks through the crowd and all this stuff and the people come up to him. its I've never seen anything like that other than, like, I don't know, big rock stars that come out and people, like, swarm to them, you know? Mm-hmm. Crazy. When I was actually at the Nick Gage Invitational 4, um, it was a riot when he came out. Like, his music started and we couldn't hear in that auditorium. Wow. And then when he busted through the where they come out the entrance way, it was just, it was a mob scene. They were over him and he was just living the best life. Mm. What makes Nick Gage, in your opinion, so special? What is it about him that, it, that inspires that level of, of loyalty and support? It's probably just because, you know, that's a hard question. It is difficult, isn't it? I've been thinking mm-hmm. about this one, too, a lot. His, To me, it's his in-ring ability. His promo skills are on point. Um, he's 
kind of relatable with some people, like if they're going through what he was going through, because we all know he's a convict. Mm-hmm. And he'll be the first one to tell you that. Um, I don't know. It's just he's just something special. Yeah. He's got a lot of charisma. And he's got a lot of that. You know what I think it is? Nick Gage is is 100% Nick Gage. And I think people respect that. He is nobody but himself. He doesn't do anything unless he wants to do it himself, right? He won't take orders from nobody. You know, Nick Gage drums to Nick Gage's drum. That's it. Period. And he's real. He's 100% real. And in a world of wrestling where characters are quote-unquote fake right and the the sport is quote-unquote fake and predetermined we we all heard this argument millions of times but in a world where where it's overproduced and so much character and like who are they really nick gage is just nick fucking gage i don't know how else to explain it he is just himself the entire time and that in itself is so attractive to a wrestling fan He's who he is. He does what he says he's going to do. And even if he loses, you still feel like he didn't let you down. You know what I mean? Oh, exactly. Just like um, when he did Bloodsport. Mm-hmm. He came out. There was that mob scene. He came out. And I want to say, didn't he lose that match? He did. But he still, in the fans' eyes, was a winner. 100%. Because, right, he is 100% him. And when I see his tweets on Twitter, I hear his voice when he talks or when he types. And it's the craziest thing. It is crazy. It actually is wild. And and if, you know, whoever's listening, if you ever have the opportunity to attend a GCW show, just try it and see what we're talking about. Because you can tell on camera, right? how over he is and how much those people love him. But it's a whole other ball game to be in the room <laughs> to steal from Hamilton, to be in the room where it happens, because that was something I couldn't, I couldn't get over that. I was looking, Mr. Green was with me and I looked at him and I was like, I've never seen anything like this in wrestling in my life. And that right there, that intangible little magic and spark is why I think I really love GCW. It's different. It's real. It's raw. It's unfiltered. Like Nick Gage, I truly believe when he makes threats, he's going to follow through. (laughs) Yeah. I don't doubt him whatsoever. (laughs) It's it's hard to even like say that I would. It, it, It would be like an alternate universe. He's just so dedicated to not only GCW, but but to his fans. And I think that's another reason why he himself is just this enigma. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's something special. And I'm happy I found, I started watching him through GCW. Just for the simple fact that he's probably one of the coolest guys that I've met. But also just his ring work. Like I said, he can go deathmatch he can go not deathmatch um he was in the beyond with in the tag team he can do tag teams he's done intergender he's done everything it's amazing it's amazing to think about that and uh, you bring up another great point as well you know i feel like gcw gets um a one-sided reputation as just a deathmatch promotion 
oh, there goes Queen talking about GCW. She just wants to see someone get hit with a light tube. I mean, fair. I do. But (laughs) that's not 100% what GCW has to offer. And I'd like to dispel this this misconception that they are simply only a deathmatch promotion. Because that's just not the case. Am I right? Correct. I've watched pay-per-views that the hardest thing they did was bring a door out. Yeah. And then it goes from one to the other. It's, oh, yeah, they don't have this stuff. And then they bring it. Right. And I feel like they found recently like a, a little bit of a balance, right? They'll have some some regular wrestling matches and um, then they'll bring out like one crazy death match in the show and then that'll be it. So I, I like that. They're trying to showcase that they have such a breadth of, of things to offer with the talent that they're able to bring in and that want to perform there, which I think is really cool. But also they have blood sport. And that's something super different in and of itself. That's a mixture. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's a mixture of a little bit of MMA, (laughs) a little bit of wrestling, no ropes. Let's just kick the shit out of each other for real until somebody loses. (laughs) And there we are. (laughs) And that has no deathmatch quality whatsoever. That is just straight fighting for two and a half hours. And that's honestly one of the coolest pay-per-views that I've watched. You get to see the true talent these guys have. Yeah, wrestling's fake. Let's just get it out there. Wrestling's fake. It's staged. Bloodsport, they just went hand-in-hand. And it was probably one of the better things. Because I watched UFC. I watched Bellator. I'm not going to lie. And to see, like, a killer cross versus, I forget who he fought. But seeing them just kick the shit out of each other was awesome. A Simon Gotch mm. versus who he fought. I didn't realize that he had an amateur background in wrestling. He actually looked really good. He and did. He... he fought Santino Morella, <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> which another thing, did you know that he could go like that? Or did no, we just I think didn't. that he was a comedy wrestler? Listen, I learned a lesson after watching Bloodsport this year, Josh Barnett's. Bloodsport, the second one, because uh, he's had one last year. And then, of course, Matt Riddle was the first one. And um, I looked at the, I was watching them go and I recognized Simon Gotch right away. Right. And I'm like, oh, I know that face. And then I'm watching this other guy. He's fighting in the ring. And I go, I know that face. And Mr. Queen goes, that's Santino Morella. I go, no way. No way. And he goes, I'm telling you that back tattoo. I'm telling you it's him. Right. I'm like, all right. So I looked it up and sure enough, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, hold the phone. What is going on? Why is he in blood sport? Because immediately I was like, he had a snake puppet. Like, what's going on? It's a cobra. I can't. What What are we doing, Santino? Why are you in blood sport? And he was, he looked great. Him and Simon Gotch both looked great. And I know that I'm not calling them their new names, but that's how I know them. So unfortunately, we're going to associate like that for now. But wild, right? What a surprise. Yeah. And it's just crazy to think that these guys have that background. Mm-hmm. You never would have known otherwise, right? 
Exactly. Especially not when they were in the WWE or in NXT like Gotch was for a little bit with Aiden English. But that was a surprise. Seeing Josh Barnett fight in anything is, is awesome. And just that whole, you know, UFC, Bellator, MMA world and seeing all of that collide with, with wrestling is a very unique experience. If you ever see Bloodsport, there's no ropes. You know, we're not doing any of that. <laughs> so it looks very strange, right, to a wrestling fan. You're like, wait a minute, what? Why are there no ropes? What's going on? <laughs> like, isn't anyone yeah. going to jump off of anything? Where's the top rope spot, right? <laughs> it's not happening here. This is just a straight fight. And it was excellent. Excellent. And that's GCW produced people. So it's not all light tubes and doors with knives sticking out of them, blades sticking out of them, and God knows what else. A weed whacker. That was crazy. Um, oh. That was a little the, much for me. <laughs> the sound of the weed whacker going off in person. Oh. And then seeing the guy get tripped up on it. Ugh. Nasty. It, yeah. Oh, I can't believe you watched that live. I would have been like cringing. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. Let's talk about real quick the two cup stuff that uh, yeah. that spot that happened with G Raver and Oof. Jimmy Lloyd. Oh God. Yep. <laughs> So we're going to go back to the deathmatch wrestling a little bit. That, so, like, what actually, because you were there, what actually happened? So they were going up that ladder, right? And on top of the ladder was a bundle of light tubes. So you know how sometimes they put them together? Mm -hmm. So they had that taped on the top there. So he, they were getting up into position, and Jimmy was picking up G-Raver, and he looked like he was going to try to put him somewhere. And it looked like Jimmy wasn't up the ladder high enough to get the correct like balance on G-Raver. And so what ended up happening is he crashed into those light tubes on the top of the ladder, and that went into his hand, and then obviously his face, and then they came crashing down. And we all knew right away, like everybody around me said the same thing. Oh, shit, that was obviously not supposed to happen, right? And, and it definitely was something that went wrong. I don't know if G-Raver slipped or Jimmy Lloyd slipped. It, to me, from my perspective, because I was um, in front of them, I was not behind. So I was on, like, facing them straight on so I could see the whole thing. It looked like he just didn't get enough purchase on his body to get him up, get to get G-Raver up, sorry, to make it clear, on the right spot. And he just like trip, like slipped or tripped or something happened before the move to put him right into all that glass. And then he oh. came out of that ring. And I'm telling you, when they ran, I mean, they ran him out of there, like straight out. And my friend Pops from DYWTSB, who was with me, he was back by the concessions uh, area at that time because he got up from the seat to to get something, something to drink and then come back. So he was there. And he watched them run and he texted me. He goes, I just watched him run right by me. He's like, for real hurt. And I was like, oh my God. And we were all freaking out because there was a lot of crazy spots in that match in general. But that was right away. Like we knew that he was for real injured. And, and Pop said his hand completely bloodied his face. He goes, it was dripping off of his face. His, his whole face was like a red mask kind of vibe. So it was nasty. It was nasty to watch live. I couldn't believe I, because I was filming because I wanted to see what would happen, like, with that whole spot. And, yeah, that was not good. Yeah, watching it on TV, it 
it sucked to watch. Yep. Because you never want to see someone get hurt. Not at all. And then to find out that it actually went underneath his armpit and sliced his nerves. Mm-hmm. It, it sucked. Because <laughs> G-Raver is one of my favorite GCW stars. Mm-hmm. It was um, it was terrifying to watch because at first we thought it was his face, right? Because that's what it looked like when we knew his arm was all bloody, but we thought maybe it was from his face. But then we realized it happened under his arm pit and then like on his arm in general and then his hand and we're like, oh, my God. And then they told us what happened. He told us what happened. And then um, they obviously started to go fund me for his surgery. But I mean, that's nerve damage. That's not like easily fixed it's not like a broken bone you know what i mean that that's serious that's very hard to fix i know it was awful but you know that accidents happen it's unfortunate really it is accidents happen even when there's not light tubes involved but yeah you know that would be what i would say for my kind of next chat is you know, what are some of the drawbacks of GCW? Why don't more people watch it? And and that I could see as a reason why. Because there's potential for serious injury, right? Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people that watch wrestling. And I say, hey, come over and watch GCW with me. The first thing they say is, we can't handle the blood. Mm. And I'm like, well, it's not one of those shows. Well, it could potentially go into that kind of show, so we're not going to come over and watch it. Right. I'm like, okay. And then we just move on. A lot of people, I don't think, can handle the hardcore wrestling. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at some of the spots that I saw live at the Nick Gage yeah. Invitational where Schlack, this big dude, he's huge. Oh, he looks Come, huge. <laughs> comes running towards me with a light tube because Mansers at my feet and the light tube smashes. And Mansers just bleeding everywhere. And then they get a baseball bat with tacks and he comes smacking them with it. I'm like, this is happening at my feet. Yeah, you were covered in that spooky gas, weren't you? Oh, it, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> because of the whole bundle getting thrown at the dude on I forget who was on the top rope but the bundle got thrown and it just showered me and then my wife's just sitting there laughing having a good time like really (laughs) you're not getting covered in the stuff I am (laughs) she loved it huh (laughs) oh yeah um and that's pretty funny and they are real light tubes I had the the spooky gas. I had the powder on my hands and it actually burns. It sucked. Yeah. It was not a fun time. And then of course, luckily the, one of the guys that was watched was working there. He came over. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. He gave me a paper towel, helped me clean up. And that was it. (laughs) Well, at least they checked on you. (laughs) Yeah. That was good. Uh, they did check on everybody in the audience, too, which was like, I want to say, uh, six people down from me when, um, uh, oh, my God, Logan Stunt came flying into the crowd at Two Cups Stuffed. And, I mean, he was on top of people. There was broken beer glasses everywhere. It was wild. But they do come and check on you, so it's very nice. <laughs> yeah. But I think you're right. I think a lot of people, you know, myself included, 
um, sometimes I feel like there are some things I can't handle, right? Like the Nick Gage Invitational, I watched I watched it, but like when the Weed Whacker came out, I was like, no, mm-mm, and I'm good. I can't. That's too much for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like when they go through the glass and I truly think that they're like seriously going to injure themselves, that's where I'm like start like freaking out <laughs> and I, I can't handle it. You know, for the most part with the light tubes getting cracked on them, like I, I feel okay about it. Cause like, you know, you have to trust them that they feel like they know what they're doing, obviously. But at the yeah. same time, it's, it's a little scary. So I can, I can understand why it's not for everybody, but it's not like this all the time. We were, we've been talking about it. It's not like it all the time. You know, lately their pay-per-views, there's like one or two things that are pretty bloody or have blood in them, but it's nothing like the Nick Gage Invitational or um, one of the hard, more hardcore of the deathmatch variety. But it gets a little crazy sometimes. <laughs> it's a little crazy. <laughs> But that's okay, because that's what makes GCW GCW. And yeah. I I think that if more people gave it a shot to see the actual wrestling, I think they would enjoy it. You know, what what place right now can you see Blake Christian and Alex Zane and even Jordan Oliver, even though I don't like the guy? Yeah, uh, fuck Jordan Oliver. <laughs> fuck Jordan Oliver, man. <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> but uh, even him, though, because he's got a lot of talent himself. And all of those guys, like, in one spot. It's wild. You get to see them all interact together. And, you know, Alex Zane is, is taking the fuck off. Like, he was just, he's in Japan right now. Yeah. Do, did a New Japan show. Crazy. I mean, look, look at the stars that came out of GCW this last year. Mm-hmm. We got Joey Janela. Yeah. We have Marco Stunt. Alex Zane, Blake Christensen. Mm-hmm. Right there. That's a class that is amazing in their own ways. Yeah, I still don't get Marco Stunt, but he's growing on me. Even Orange Cassidy was somewhat in GCW with his one-offs, and everyone loves Orange Cassidy. That's true. Including me. <laughs> <laughs> I love Orange Cassidy. Um, yeah, but I totally get it. I mean, think about, you know, last year and the breakout of, of Joey Janela and his spring break and, and all of that wildness. And now he's on AEW fighting Kenny Omega. Like, what is even life? And Marco is a baby dinosaur with Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. And Alex Zane is in New Japan. And Blake Christensen is going to be huge if you don't guys i'm telling you if you don't know who they are uh you know specifically alex zane and blake you need to hop up on the twitter you need to go follow them and then do some research on their matches uh they're big time big 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 time huge stars to be uh, especially alex zane in my personal humble opinion but uh gcw's brought a lot of joy into my life this year and i'm so glad that i found it it's become one of the wrestling loves of my life. Like, probably in my top three favorite promotions right now. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, who would have thought some some hardcore, non-hardcore show would be in our top three? Yeah. I never would have thought that last year. Certainly no. not five years ago. 
I wasn't even watching New Japan five years ago. Right. So for me, it's just been such a cool journey, getting to know the wrestlers, getting to meet some of them. That was really cool. Getting to attend a show. I'm going to go back and see another one, I'm sure, sometime soon when they're back, probably in Jersey, I'll go. It's not that too far away from me. Um, so what do you love the most about GCW? And why do you feel that people should watch? I just like it because it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have a set stone. You never know exactly who's going to win a match. You can't predetermine it just by, oh, these two are going, this is the person that's going to win. But they're going to tell a story. These guys go out, start to finish, bust their ass, balls to the wall. And that's what I enjoy. I don't like the all the f- fluff that some of these other promotions put in. These guys just one, two, three, go. Right. And that's what brought me to GCW. And that's why other people should watch it to experience that something different. Yes, exactly. I mean, if you're tired of the same pony show, at least watch one GCW show just because it is so different. It is so different. And if you're looking right now for an alternative that, an indie wrestling alternative, I'll say that, right? Because AEW is an alternative to WWE, right? On television. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for a hardcore, non-hardcore, I'm going to use your term, I love that. Hardcore, non-hardcore, total full throttle, unapologetic fight with something unexpected. You won't be able to predict it then GCW, I think, would be something I would recommend that you give a shot. I was unsure what to think of it at first. I was a little hesitant. And now I never miss a pay-per-view. I just adore them and the matches that they're able to bring. I just, it's such good quality. Like, I've never seen a bad GCW show. And for that alone, you should check it out. Exactly. I mean, you're going to have to get over the commentary because sometimes the commentary sucks. I'm yeah, just going to put it vulgar. out there. It's a little vulgar, too. It kind of turns me off. But if you can get past that, the storytelling that they do in the ring, and it's just, it, it's a good time. The crowd alone made me want to watch GCW, and then watching them in the ring just finally hooked me. Yeah, it's a very special feeling to be a part of it. And once you start watching it, you truly do feel like you're a part of the family. And if you're looking for a promotion where you can feel that connection with and that intimacy with, GTW is, is definitely a spot for you. It's it's You feel like you're at home. I'm telling you, like when I went to Two Cups Stuffed, <laughs> poor Mr. Queen, God bless, because he's never seen a hardcore match in his life. So that was fun. Uh, <laughs> but... I was like, dude, like, I feel I'm with, like, my people. This is so weird. But, like, great at the same time. And um, it's super fun. And then you can come talk on Twitter with Metal and I about GCW when we watch a pay-per-view live. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, obviously you need to watch just for that, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. And then to kind of bring up that too with my wife, she's never been to something like that. And we've literally, like you said, the crowd is a family because there were people pulling us out of the way of these wrestlers because mm-hmm. we were trying to take a picture or we were talking and all of a sudden they're just coming flying at you. There are no guardrails. Yeah. So they were pulling us to the side. We were pulling people to the side. We were helping people up. They got trampled. We were making sure that if there was blood around us, that it got cleaned up. We were just taking care of each other. And that's one of the most coolest things about this fandom of GCW. Like you were saying, they take care of theirs. No matter... No matter what walk of life you are, you're from, they'll take care of you. I, I love that. And that, what a great way to end this uh, beautiful episode of Queenie Guides. Now, if you would like to check out Game Changer Wrestling, my friends, they're on Fight TV. Every time there's a pay-per-view, you just buy that pay-per-view and you can watch. And they're at um, GCW Wrestling underscore, that's the last part, uh, on Twitter. And uh, listen, you, I'm I'm hoping that you give it a shot. There's a lot of things coming up for GCW. If you thought 2019 was wild, wait till 2020. Um, there's some big things coming. A lot of really cool wrestlers in and out of there to keep your eye on, of course, as they explode <laughs> into the future. But Metal, I just want to say thanks so much for coming on and talking with me. It's been a pleasure chit-chatting about gcw with you uh let the people know where they can find you my friend uh i'm at twitter at metal underscore 2006 it's the only social media i really use um so yeah just come follow me i'll talk with you um if you guys have any more questions about gcw or anything just hit me up yeah you should because metal's awesome and he (laughs) came on queen's court and i feel excited about it (laughs) yeah thanks for having me though like this was a lot of fun good it was a lot of fun i'm so glad you came on um and i know that anthony and jpq are listening right now loving this entire conversation because they too (laughs) love gcw and i would be remiss if i didn't put in right at the end hashtag watch stardom for for our pal so uh with that being said i hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day and please be kind to one another with some light tubes. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Home is where you should feel the safest. But the air there can be more dangerous. Up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes.